This is Barry Zelma speaking for Claim School Incorporated's blog, Zelma on Insurance. Today we are explaining why there is no duty to defend, then there cannot be any duty, any possible duty to indemnify an insured, and why legal conclusions and pleadings are not allegations of fact and will normally be ignored by a trier of fact or by a judge. Zox LLC appealed the district court's grant of summary judgment in favor of West American Insurance Company. The district court held that West American had no duty to defend or indemnify Zox in an underlying trademark dispute between Zox and a group of entrepreneurs known as the Zox Brothers. Zox contends that the district court erred because the Zox Brothers sought damages for three potentially covered claims, one, malicious prosecution, two, disparagement, and three, use of an advertising idea. In Zox LLC versus West American, the United States Court of Appeal for the Ninth Circuit on February 9, 2024, resolved the dispute. Under California law, a liability insurer owes a broad duty to defend its insured against claims that potentially seek damages within the coverage of the policy. Coverage turns not on the technical legal cause of action pleaded by the third party, but on facts alleged. While the duty to defend is broad, an insurer will not be compelled to defend its insured when the potential for liability is tenuous and far-fetched. To determine whether the duty to defend was triggered, the Ninth Circuit was compelled to compare the allegations of the Zox Brothers' pleadings with the terms of West American Insurance Company's policy. First, they dealt with the issue of malicious prosecution. To plead a malicious prosecution claim, the Zox Brothers must plead facts to prove that an underlying action was initiated or maintained one by or at the direction of Zox and pursued to a legal termination in favor of the Zox brothers, two, without probable cause, and three, with malice. The Zox brothers did not plead facts nor provide extrinsic evidence to satisfy any of the requisite elements of a malicious prosecution claim. The pleadings, therefore, did not trigger coverage for malicious prosecution. Then the Ninth Circuit considered disparagement and noted that to plead a disparagement claim, the Zox brothers must plead facts to show a false or misleading statement that one specifically refers to the Zox brothers' product or business and two clearly derogates that product or business the Ninth Circuit was required to look past labels and at the facts alleged. Zox was unable to cite a single factual pleading in support of a disparagement claim and found there was nothing they could do under that allegation. Finally, the Ninth Circuit considered the claim of appropriation of advertising ideas as 
a reason requiring the insurer to defend, because Zox contended that the Zox brothers triggered coverage by claiming that Zox appropriated their advertising ideas by using the Zox name and passing off their products as Zox Brothers goods. An advertising idea is defined as a process or invention used to market one's goods. The district court did not err, therefore, in finding that the pleadings did not trigger coverage for use of another's advertising claims by merely copying their name. In conclusion, the Ninth Circuit found that the reasons stated in the West American objection to the complaint and the claim for defense resulted in the fact that West American did not have a duty to defend or indemnify Zox and the Zox litigation because there was no duty to defend. Where there is a duty to defend, there may be a duty to indemnify. But where there is no duty to defend, there cannot be a duty to indemnify. In my opinion, the Ninth Circuit applied the clear and unambiguous language of the policy to the facts alleged, found that the allegations were mostly speculative or based on legal conclusions, found failure to allege facts to support the three claims, and therefore the Ninth Circuit had no choice but to affirm the summary judgment and found no duty to defend, nor, of course, a duty to indemnify. This video was adapted from my blog, Zelma on Insurance, which is available free to anyone who clicks on the URL zelma.com slash blog, and you can subscribe to the blog. You'll be notified of every blog posting from here on, usually five, sometimes six a week. If you enjoyed the blog, please tell your friends and colleagues about the blog and the videos, and let them subscribe to the blog or videos. And you can also subscribe to my YouTube blog postings or to the videos on rumble.com. And if you do, I'd appreciate you clicking on the like button on YouTube or the thumbs up button on rumble.com. And if you are interested in more detail about insurance, insurance claims, insurance law, and insurance fraud, please consider for a very small fee subscribing to my Substack publication. Thank you for your attention.